Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock with Success Media, an award-winning show for professional women and men. Since 2014, we have provided a voice for entrepreneurs in the areas of business, marketing, advertising, public speaking, lifestyle and wellness coaching, arts and entertainment, fashion designing, interior and exterior designing, and sports. Our guest experts provide the latest information in their field while creating an educational resource for our listeners and viewers. Join us each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. Now, let's go to the... Women Who Rock with Success complies with the rules and terms according to the Federal Communications Commission podcast guidelines. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are their own, and their appearance on our digital media platforms does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. All guests who embrace our media stations are experts who are licensed in their fields of occupation. All rights reserved. And good morning and welcome to Women Who Rock With Success Media. Happy New Year to everyone. This is our first podcast for January 2023. And so we thank you for tuning in with us on this morning. So what is a better time to be talking about today? And that's taxes, being a better you getting your business together, getting everything structured, getting everything straightened out, and getting everything organized. And that is very, very important, um, you know, when it comes to business. So to be able to help us, to be able to get through this time of the year, we welcome to the studio and to the podcast this morning, Ms. Wendy Barlin. So good morning and welcome. Thank you. Good morning to you and Happy New Year. Absolutely. So let's get started. Let's warm up into these taxes. People don't like to talk about money because they don't spend so much for the Christmas time. They don't want to talk about it. So we're going to talk about it. But first of all, what we're going to do is we're going to learn a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about you. And I guess what was some of the interest that sparked you in to be able to help tax professionals to be able to help business professionals in the tax industry? Well, thank you. And first, I want to say taxes are not scary. You can do this. Everybody listening to us today can and must take ownership of their own tax situation. Don't just hand it over to someone else. You can do this stuff. And that's really my my passion and my goal. I came to the United States in 1997 with nothing but a bag of dirty clothes. So I am a huge believer in the American dream. I've learned to navigate the American finance system, make it work for me, and so now I work to teach others how to shortcut their learning so they don't have the bumps in the road mm-hmm. that I had along my journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, great, great. That is so awesome, and so thank you for being a part of our part with us here in the USA, and so um, even though you may came over with a Dirty bags, but now look, you're green now. <laughs> you agree with all the rest of us, and so we thank you so much for it. So why do sometimes that you – we're going to kind of first get into some of the meat and potatoes as to why, because right now I just got through doing mine, uh, not my taxes, but I was adding up everything. It'd be so stressful to me it does, but mm-hmm. we, you just told us that it's not, and so that's it's the reason not. why you're here. You're the expert. So how how soon should individuals start to preparing for is calculating before they actually go to the CPA. Well, now I would say it's time to start preparing for 2023. Really, the best advice I can give everybody is to keep 
accurate records from today. Because what you're talking about, the stress and the anxiety that I have found to come at this time of the year is because people have done no record keeping for the entire 12 months. They've focused on cash in the bank, cash in the bank, cash in the bank. And then they sit down in January with this mountain of records and paperwork and go, okay, where do I start? I mean, that even gives me anxiety. I've been doing this for 25 years, and that gives me anxiety. So if you are in that situation, absolutely. Pull out your records from last year, go through that, but say to yourself, I'm never doing this again. I am never doing this to myself again. And tomorrow, you start record keeping for 2023. And I don't say every day, because I don't want you to do it every day. I want you to do it once a week. Once a week, I want you to add up your deposits for the week and look at your expenses for the week and keep them in some fashion. A workbook. An Excel spreadsheet, a software. It doesn't have to be QuickBooks or any of those confusing, fancy softwares. It can be a piece of paper, but do it diligently every week so that this time next year, your phone call is to your accountant, your tax advisor saying, hey, I've got my records. I'm ready. No stress. Can you see the difference? And and that's really what I want people to know today. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. So, um, in some point in time, Wendy, all of us professionals, whether we are corporate America, eight-digit, seven-digit figure income uh, professionals, hey, look, we're going to need a CPA. A lot of times individuals, um, and sometimes, you know, we have different types of courses on with the IRS.gov where they train individuals right. and teach them how to be able to do certain things like that. But, you know, you still need a CPA because what if mistakes come down the road. So talk to us a little bit about that, the importance of having someone that is certified, such as yourself, to be able to go in there and dig out all of the crevices and all of the mistakes so when the when the taxes are submitted, it will come out, you know, to be fresh, clean, and crisp. And then, too, look, you, with the CPA, I would think that a person would have someone, you, you know, for the IRS to be able to contact and say, hey, look, I can be able to go back and contact this professional to make sure that everything is, you know, accurate and what have you. So talk to us a little bit about that, the importance of having a CPA. Some of it is avoiding trouble, <laughs> but some of it is actually missing out on deductions. You know, the IRS publishes a report every year of all the deductions that taxpayers uh-huh. did not take, and they don't call you okay. and go, oh, Wendy, I'm so sorry, you forgot to take this deduction. May we take it for you? They don't do that, right? They just laugh, giggle, okay. go, whoops, she missed that one, and they put me on the report. Right. So they actually know how many taxpayers are missing deductions just because they don't know. And so I do recommend mm-hmm. you work with a professional. Uh, CPAs are probably the most expensive option. Um, we mm-hmm. have many, many years of schooling. We have very expensive insurance we have to carry. There are other ways mm-hmm. to do it. There are also people called enrolled agents. Enrolled agents tend to charge a little less. They take a very stringent test from the IRS that then allows them to prepare tax returns. So, Mm -hmm. yes, a CPA can help you, but if it's a budget constraint or you haven't met a CPA you like, then that's okay. Enrolled Mm -hmm. agents also do a fantastic job in helping people file their taxes and manage their taxes. And and I think, to your point, please work with someone who's available all year long. 
because what I find is people go to a CPA in February and March, but that CPA only works two months a year. And then if you get a notice in June or July or August, what do you do? So one of the things you need right. to make sure about when you're interviewing tax preparers is, are you going to be there all year? And, and how quickly are you going to respond to my call in September? Uh, because that's mm-hmm. kind of when things often tend to go awry. Okay, okay. So would you consider for professionals to be able to jot down, because it's, at the end of the day, we still are um, trying to help professionals to be able to understand that the CPA is the better way to go. So do you suggest for professionals to be able to use a online software to be able to, like QuickBooks or what have you, or, you know, they have printables that you have online that you can be able to record information as well, such as your taxes. So which way do you feel that would be the best way for the professional to be able to go? I certainly do. I have a lot of clients that, that I refer to online softwares like TaxPro or TaxCut. Um, these softwares are fantastic. If you feel confident that you can do this, um, I highly recommend them. You know, these companies spend millions of dollars perfecting these systems. Just follow the Q&A process. Don't think you know better. Don't try and override the system, and you'll be just fine. If you're not comfortable doing that, or you want someone to talk to, because what those systems cannot do is they cannot say, oh, Mary, do you have additional Mm -hmm. auto expenses? Oh, was that a business Mm -hmm. trip or was it a personal trip? Well, let's talk about what makes something a business trip, right? Is that gray? Do you want to play in the gray area Mm -hmm. or do you want to be really conservative? The software can't do that. So if you want to have interesting discussions and learn about taxes, then I think it's worth paying a CPA. If you really just want to file your taxes, pay what you owe, and file a clean return, then certainly one of those softwares will do most people just fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, great. So we're going to get into um, your services that you offer for professionals. And so um, we want to talk about that um, with this next segment. And so... What is the initial intake? Because sometimes individuals may feel that they are a match, and sometimes individuals feel that they're not a match. So is there some type of initial intake that you'd be able to sit down, maybe offer like a counseling um, session with um, your professionals or your clients that you um, deal with on a day-to-day basis? That's a great question. I love that exactly. So I probably, of every three phone calls I have, two people, I tell them, you really don't need me. You can go and do this yourself on TurboTax, but let me tell you what I will do for you. I'm going to do a one-hour tax training session for you, right? Because Mm -hmm. many people Uh who come to me are not yet profitable or they've been in business 10 years and they're not profitable, and they need to understand how taxes work and how they can do better. And so I -hmm. like to teach, and I will usually recommend that they spend an hour with me and get educated about how to find more deductions or how taxes work, and they may or may not need me to actually file their return. They may be able to keep their old-fashioned accountant who works out of his garage, or they might be able to do TurboTax with just a little bit of education from us. So I definitely Mm -hmm. think it's important to interview CPAs, interview enrolled agents, see who you resonate, and make sure that you really get what you need. Because in my opinion, going to see a tax preparer every year with a bunch of documents that you drop off and pick up a week later 
oh, that's mm-hmm. not really valuable. You want a relationship. You want someone who's going to understand you mm-hmm. and your life and your needs and then work with you on your tax filing. Okay, okay, great. So um, this next question um, is not biased, but um, we <laughs> want to be able to share this also. We want to share it. Uh, we know that our former president, bless his heart, he kind of went through some challenges, um, you know, and still are going through some challenges, um, former uh, President Donald Trump. And so he went through some challenges, uh, you know, with his taxes. So talk to the professionals, Wendy, and if you would share your expertise as to how professionals do not, you know, need to fall into where we delay taxes and, the, you know, how companies and businesses can get penalized sometimes if oh, yes. um, we delay our taxes. Yes. Usually where that comes home to become a problem is when you try to do something. So if you go to the bank to get a line of credit for your business or if you're trying to sell your business or if you're trying to mm-hmm. buy a business and somebody says, well, where are your tax returns? And you go, oh, whoops, yeah, I'm about three years behind. That deal is off the table. So I tell people, I don't want you to file your taxes for fear of the IRS. I don't want you to file your taxes Mm -hmm. because of fear of penalty. I want you to file your taxes because it is part of building your business with bricks and not straw. Filing income tax returns is part of the responsibility of being a business owner. And I don't want you spending one more day building this business if it's not built with bricks. And income taxes are just part of that. Okay, okay, great. So the next question would be the type of forms. Um, um, You know, a lot of times, uh, sometimes business professionals, I'm going to be honest, sometimes business professionals will get um, confused and combobulated as to, you know, they they turned this this back, the IRS returned it back, yeah, because they filed filed it on the 1040 easy. So, so, so a little bit about right, and then to make matters worse, there are a lot of different uh-huh. kinds of taxes, right? So there are oh, income wow. taxes, but then there are mm-hmm. payroll taxes, and then there are state, city, and county taxes. So very often, people will send me a notice that they got in the mail, all upset. Wendy, what have you done? It is all wrong. And I look and I say to them. <laughs> This is not an income tax form. This is a payroll tax form, or this is a sales tax form. So I think the first thing to understand as a business owner is we say, oh, I need to pay taxes, but what kind of taxes? And let's make a list of the kind of taxes that your business is responsible for. Local, city, county, state, income taxes, payroll taxes, sales taxes, right? Because all those different taxes are filed in a different way and on different forms, and they're not all done once. One time I had someone call me and say, okay, I paid all my taxes, and I said, okay, great, show me the receipt. They'd sent all those categories to the IRS and then said, well, won't they just send it on to the other departments? No, that is not the way it works. You have to send money individually to every single department that you owe money to, and I think this is where you really need an advisor 
to help you figure out which taxes mm -hmm. you owe, which forms are appropriate to you. Because if you use the wrong forms, just like you're saying, it takes so long to unravel. Okay, that's fair enough. So um, share with us a little bit about for those that uh, perhaps maybe have like nonprofit organizations. So tell us the difference between the nonprofit that they file and then the, P, the, the private foundation. There's a difference between because, see, sometimes um, nonprofits can be running a 5013C and they have right. to file, the, uh, you know, the regular way, and then there are, are uh, types of forms that a private foundation who is 5013C has to file as well. So could you elaborate on that, if you could? Absolutely. Um, foundations and nonprofits are the highest audited area at the IRS. They take them very seriously because you are the steward mm -hmm. of other people's money. These are not okay. tax returns that I recommend anybody does themselves. I don't even do them. They are very, very complicated, very onerous. So if you do have a nonprofit or are involved in any nonprofit establishment or foundation, I highly recommend that you work with someone who's a specialist in this field. This is not something that any tax preparer or CPA can work with. These forms are highly regulated and extremely complicated, and the IRS will take away your status if you file incorrectly. So this is very, very serious and not something to kind of guesstimate with. You know, there are certain parts of the tax law that go, eh, you can gray area that. Not when it comes to nonprofits. This stuff is by the book, black and white. Make sure that you follow every letter of the law when it comes to this and, and truly get uh, an experienced advisor in that field. Okay, and so that would not fall up under individuals like Jackson Hewitt or the H&R block firm or what have you. Would I would not recommend that. that. I would not recommend that. No, I love those places for the most basic of returns, but certainly not for nonprofits or foundations. You need an expert in this field because the stuff is highly regulated by the government. Okay, okay, fair enough. And so now you talked about uh, some of the taxes that individuals, um, 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 some um, diversities of taxes that business professionals that they file. So we want to hit on two of them, and I know one of them would be, and if you would, didn't mind um, explaining that to um, our audience, and one is the payroll tax, and the next one will be the sales tax. Yes, two nasty taxes. People think income tax is bad. Let me tell you, the income tax departments at the IRS are nice and kind and wonderful, helpful people. When you mm -hmm. get in trouble with payroll or sales tax, ooh, be careful. They are mean. So payroll tax is wow. probably the most serious tax in that when you were an employee in corporate America, you paid Social Security taxes and Medicare taxes, and your employer matched that. So you mm -hmm. paid 7.5% and your employer matched that, right, for a total of about 16% all in. When you become mm -hmm. self-employed, when you run your own business, now you are responsible for the entire 16% of Social Security and Medicare taxes. You still need to pay into Social Security and Medicare even when you're self-employed, when you own your own business. These are called payroll taxes. Social Security and Medicare are considered payroll taxes. And this is so that when you retire or reach 72 or whatever the floating age is these days, you can then okay. take Social Security and Medicare. But you have to pay into okay. the system. And payroll taxes okay. are you paying into that system. Payroll taxes are extremely serious. 
They are calculated on your net income, and there are special forms that need to be filed for that. They are in the 941 series of forms. And mm -hmm. in addition, if, heaven forbid, you are in the position where you need to file bankruptcy or do a negotiated deal with the IRS, that's all good. IRS debt can go away for income taxes. Payroll tax debt never goes away. It stays with you for the rest of your life. And so when people come to me and they only have $10 in their bank account, I tell them, pay your payroll taxes before you pay your income taxes. Because income taxes, we can do payment plans, we can negotiate, we can payroll taxes, mm -hmm. you just have to pay. That stuff is serious. Okay. So it's Social Security and Medicare tax that makes that up, and, and it is serious. Okay. okay. And then right. sales that tax. Is... Sorry, just to jump onto the sales okay, no, tax. Yeah, so sales tax is a completely different department at the government, and mm -hmm. this is where you sell products. So this is not for those of you selling services. There is no sales tax on your services. There is sales tax on goods. And in our world of the Internet today, this has gotten very sneaky, especially for people selling photography online, selling courses online. Uh, are those really products if someone doesn't have it in their hand? There's a lot of gray in the sales tax world right now, but the basic principles are if you sell a product, you collect sales tax from the customer and you pay it over to the government at the rate of the state in which you live. If you cross over states, guess what? Now you have to file in two states. So sales tax is very interesting. Generally, I tell people not to worry too much about it until their business is getting larger and they become okay. under the watchful eye of the state. So please do educate yourself about sales tax. Find out how it would work for your business and who, you can, who can help you with it. But I would not have a sleepless night about it as much as I would payroll taxes. Okay. Okay, great, great. So thank you so much for that, for explaining both of those to us. And so we're going to get into um, our last segment, and that's going to be about your books. You have two <laughs> amazing books. One is That's Deductible, and the next one is The Never Budget Again. So we want you to kind of give us um, a little introduction on both of the books so the readers, uh, uh, the listeners can be able to understand what, they, uh, what the um, meat and potatoes of your book or the storyline about your books are all about. Well, thank you, yes. So I wrote that deductible because for 25 years as a CPA, there were so many people I couldn't help. I only had so many hours of the day, and there okay. were so many people I could not help. And I found people turning to the Internet, to Google, or their golfing buddies, or their book club friends, to find tax answers and tax suggestions. And it just it really frustrated me that I couldn't help people more. So I wrote the book, mm -hmm. That's Deductible, to help all the small business owners who don't have someone to turn to. They don't have a CPA. Oh. They don't have a tax advisor. Okay. Rather than go to Google, rather than ask your neighbor, please, that's deductible, mm -hmm. inexpensive, it's on Amazon, it is the meat and potatoes of how you as a business owner can find more tax deductions. And that really is a labor of love for me. And then the, um, the Budget Again book is really in the same vein where I saw business owners making millions of dollars, millions of dollars, but at the end of the day, you know mm -hmm. what they had in their bank account? Nothing. Nothing because they oh. spent it all. 
<laughs> and I'm not a fan of budgeting. It gives me chills. I don't like it. I don't like right. it. Right. Yeah, right. I feel like that bad, naughty girl in school going, I'm not going to. I don't want to. So I said to myself, there has to be a better way for us to manage our money. And that's what that book is right. about. It's about how I, over the last 20 years, have figured out how to use my money without a budget. Mm-hmm. So I certainly don't say it's law or gospel, but it's certainly a guideline mm-hmm. for those people out there who are like us that struggle with budgeting and this hardline idea of you can only spend X. Uh, and so I truly hope that those books are able to help a lot of people. They are both a labor of love based on 25 years of phone calls and conversations mm-hmm. and client relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then we're going to post them um, um, on our website and our blog post as well um, because I was just thinking about, you know, we had the 2008 um, economic crash, you know, where the Lehman mm-hmm. Brothers and a lot of I remember corporations. That had went down and and so I thought about what you had just said a, a person can be making a million or a billion dollars a day and still be broke at the same time Correct. so just think about that you know when the collapse occurred as to you know perhaps they were up on the you know up there on uh, 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 Fifth Sack what's the name of that street that they're on in New York it's a very very oh, yeah. Wall Street you Wall can be Street. on all, all yeah you can be on all of that but perhaps maybe there were some budgeting issues that were going yeah. on that you know caused them to collapse so we're going to put post both of these um, both of your books um, on our site and our blog post as well so everyone can be able to perhaps maybe go back and see if they need to retweak some things because all of us do. Like you stated, who wants to be all on a budget? Us. None of us do. Yep. If we go somewhere and we see a nice pair of shoes, we want them. We yep. don't want nobody else to have them. <laughs> and so we find it's ourselves like weight in loss or, you know, It's like weight loss yeah. or any other things we absolutely need to work on every single day of our mm-hmm. lives. You know, we have to eat, we have to spend money, and so we just have to learn how to deal with it. I also see a lot of people who tell me, oh, Wendy, if I could just make a million dollars, my life would be great. And I have found that not to be true over and over and over again. It seems wow. to me the more money people make, the more they spend. The more money they make, mm-hmm. the more stressed they are. And so mm-hmm. I would say to everybody listening to us today, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep and then what you do with it because that's what I've found really leads to the sense of fulfillment, happiness, and success is how much do you keep versus Mm -hmm. bragging about how much you bring in. Mm -hmm. Being a good steward. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) exactly right. Absolutely, being a good steward of what you have. So, Wendy, thank you so much for being with us. You have really gave us a rock today, you know, in regards to um, what we need to be doing, how you talked to us about the different many elements of taxes. We talked about uh, payroll taxes, sales taxes, state taxes. We've talked about a lot of things. So now people don't have any reason to go wrong now we have everything to be on the on the right ship on the right path for 2023 but of course we do not want uh, you to leave until you share with them the audience how they can be able to connect with you on any social media platforms where they can be able to find your books they're going to find them on our website of course but then where they can be able to find your books uh, uh, whether it's Barnard, Barnes and Nobles or uh, Amazon you can be able to do that at this time 
Thank you so much. So, yes, you can find me at wendybarlin.com. That's W-E-N-D-Y-B-A-R-L-I-N, wendybarlin.com. You can contact me. There's lots of free resources on the website, worksheets, cheat sheets, all kinds of good stuff. And then my books are available on Amazon. You can also just type in Wendy Barlin Books and they will pop up. Um, And I'm happy to help everybody. If I'm not the right fit for your needs, I'm happy to refer you to somebody else who is. Oh, that is so wonderful. You'll be able to refer. See, that's what I like, sharing. That is so wonderful. So thank you once again for being our guest and sharing with you, sharing with all of us um, your expertise in the financial department as CPA and then sharing with the listeners as to how to be able to get and jumpstart their business right on track for 2023. So listeners, look, follow us right back at 10 o'clock at the top of the hour. we got transformational uh, uh, business um and she is going to be Karen Rudolph. She's going to be with us at 10 o'clock. So follow us right back over at 10 o'clock for our next session. And so thank you once again, Wendy, for being our guest on the day. And have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much. <laughs>